tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, AfterBuzzers. Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV's Narcos After Show. We're here breaking down Season 1, Episode 10, the finale, Despeggy. Despeggy. My name is Isaac Johnson. You can follow me on Twitter at Isaac Johnson, Instagram, the Isaac Johnson. I'm joined once again by Asher Chapman. Hey guys, we're at the end of the row. We made it. Yes. Episode 10. We all survived. Yes, we all survived. <laughs> yes. Barely. Well, let's not hold our breath. Yeah. We haven't made it home quite yet, but yes, we made it this far, guys. Tweet at me, uh, Ashley underscore Chapman. I'm also on Instagram, Ashley underscore Chapman. So there you go. Uh, head over to YouTube.com, TV. Subscribe to the channel, like the video. I ask this question every week, but what did you think of this episode? Well, first, I would want to know, what do you think of the, the series as a whole? We've gotten all the way to the end of season one, so what's been your impression of this um, whole season? I've loved the series. I'm a big fan of it, a big fan of like its sort of view on like imperialism and all that kind of stuff, and the slow uh, slide towards evil, or fast slide, depending on who you are. And uh, this episode specifically, um, I think it was the best episode. I feel like they saved the best for last. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's because... We've been building towards this moment, yeah. and it felt so satisfactory to finally get there, and the yeah. government to finally be like, yeah, we just got to go after him, which mm-hmm. is, mm, duh, yeah. you know, but maybe it's because of that, but I felt like this was a very uh, effective episode, um, very action-packed, I love the storm on the prison, um, I was just like, whew. Oh, it's over? I want to see another I episode. I know, I know. That's always the, the heartbreaking moment of Netflix. Right. Is like, yeah. you get to the end, you're like, no, wait, more. Yes, more. exactly. How'd you feel? <laughs> I agree. I really enjoyed the series. I love crime dramas, so this was mm-hmm. a really great story. I think that depicted Pablo Escobar in a way that I don't think we've seen before, especially on TV yeah. or in a TV series. It's really gritty, which I like, and I like that... The creators of this did the very best that they could. I think they did a great job, and I Absolutely. appreciate them doing a great job at sort of maintaining the authenticity of it. Because sure. with a lot of stories that are based on real life events mm. or or real life people, right. you know, it's very easy when you're doing something for entertainment value to get caught up in the commercialization of it sure. and just do stuff just for the entertainment value and not mm. really worry about the content. Right. But with this, even though it, it was extremely entertaining, like the content was also amazing mm. and we got a really great sense of who this guy is. And yeah. so overall, I'm, you know, kudos to Netflix too for taking this on because I don't think that this is a show that would have worked well on cable or, yeah, you maybe know, HBO or something like that. Or if it, if it was, it would have been altered significantly yeah quite possibly yeah um but yeah so i'm really looking forward to season two with all that said yeah it seems like netflix can kind of just do whatever they want whatever they want they're They're like like printing money at this point right exactly they're like marvel like we want to do this (laughs) right they're burying money money in their backyard oh maybe maybe but legally so (laughs) that's the difference or having their wife box it up in case things or putting it in their netflix couches (laughs) at work Uh, yeah maybe who knows that's Um, how you want to do it folks legally in the event that you and i ever work for netflix we'd like to say that they're 
above board. Exactly. <laughs> um, so let's start talking about Steve. Uh, Steve there. Who knew there would be some consequences here? Oh, right. Um, that was funny because, okay, so the ambassador, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you guys are suspended. I told you not to leak this story. We didn't leak this story. Of course. Of course you didn't, dude. Um, <laughs> and then he's, like, going home and talking about, like, oh, some time off. This is going to be sweet. And then there's, like, guys are running out of his garage, bagging him. But I'm like, wow. Which, like, can I say, yeah. I was really upset at the fact that that fake out. Because I thought, oh my god, it's it was leading back from episode one. He put the hit out on him. Oh, this yeah, is yeah, Pablo yeah. Escobar's yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I thought going into it. Could have been, yeah. It could have very well been, but I was a little frustrated at the fact that it didn't kind of link up to the first episode. Right. And I'm happy that he's okay. It would have been a really bad situation if it was Escobar's yeah. guys. But yeah, that whole fake out thing. I was like, what? Come on. Yeah, I know. I mean, I guess we know from his like that he lives and nothing bad was necessary that happened to him but it was kind of like a very scary moment of like oh shoot maybe they're gonna torture him who knows right turns out it's just Pacho good suave Pacho just <laughs> and his a nice, nice little dude. cute short uh, what is it short gentleman's robe? yeah short yeah, robe gentleman's yeah. gown <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was interesting. But of course he would. You know, of that's, course. That's him. He's a very sophisticated drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to strike up a deal there with Steve. Um, I feel like Pacho thinks that he's like vastly different from Pablo. I mean, we sort of talked about this a little bit last week about how he's like, oh, he's way more likable than Pablo is. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't seem like such a sociopath, even though he's ruining people's lives with cocaine but like mm-hmm. what, what do you think about Pacho there trying to make that deal with Steve I, I, there's no way Steve's gonna go for this deal like did he really think he's gonna affect him I mean you, I would never say never okay. there's a lot that's happened in this show especially on the side of the DEA the CIA sure? US yeah, yeah. Ambas- uh, embassy that I don't think they initially intended to to happen. I mean, they've mm-hmm. made a lot of deals. They've done a lot of cover-ups. So, I mean, for me to say at this point that he would just never go for that, especially Steve now, as we've seen his character kind of develop a little bit. That's yes, true. Yeah. Um, he's obviously hesitant, and he has every good reason to be because it's a deal with a drug dealer. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that never really ends up <laughs> well, um, yeah. as we've seen throughout this series. But, uh, you know, I think I've been trying to figure out if I think that Poncho is is – scared you know like if he's trying Hmm. to make these deals because he's fearful of pablo escobar sort of getting away with everything that he's done and sort of regaining that power and if it's coming from that point of view or if it's just he's conniving and he's kind of like pablo in a sense is he sees opportunity and he wants to take advantage whenever he can so yeah i don't know I, I, I agree. I think that that's kind of his deal is like taking advantage of a situation, just doing it with like a whole lot more finesse. Yeah. Um, and then I'm sure yeah. that a part of it is just him begrudging Pablo for yeah. killing his men and for all of the craziness of that he's caused for like encroaching on his territory mm-hmm. for making, you know, taxing him this ridiculous amount of money. So, I mean, he's, he's been pressing his buttons as well. So I yeah. think that this is also probably a dual thing of maybe him being somewhat fearful, but then also him just wanting to get revenge, you know? Yeah, totally. Well, and I think that like he, I mean, no one really likes the rule of Pablo. They just mm-hmm. have to put up with him. Exactly. He's the dude. But I think that, he feels like there's probably a more civilized way to go about this sort of thing. I mean, that brings so much attention on them. Mm-hmm. And it does seem like, I think he said something to the effect of like wanting to sort of take over where Pablo left off. Yeah. And, you know, like we can kind of help you get him. There's something like that that mm-hmm. he says to Steve there, which is kind of like a nice little carrot to put out there in front of Steve. Because that's yeah. the thing that Steve wants the most. He's yeah. determined. He'll break almost any rule to, to get him. So it's something that he wants. But I like the resolve of Steve being like, nah. Not gonna yeah. do it, man. Um, 
so Javier there, you know, he's one, like, working with Y-Session a little bit. They're like, you know, I forgot my, what do you say? I forgot my socks or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, he comes back in. <laughs> something really random. He's just like, yeah. you got five minutes to get out of here. Yeah. You know, um, which is funny to me for some reason. But, um, you know, so somebody turned Steve in. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about this before we started. It leads me to believe, because of the whole thing with the informant, um, at the end of the last episode, being like, you know, maybe he just needs some more convincing, Steve. Yeah. And then uh, seeing Steve, or sorry, Javier with him at the end of the episode, I'm like, so did Javier set him up? Like, to try to, like, bully him? Like, what's Javier's ultimate play here? I mean, I guess we don't yeah. know, but... I guess we don't, but I don't know. I just... He seemed really surprised when Steve confronted him about it. Like, yeah. he did. he did genuinely seem... Uh, confused and surprised by sure. it. And it took him off guard. And then, you know, even when he was in the bar, you know, drinking after it had all been said and done, yeah. like, he seemed really troubled by it and kind of weighed down by it. And, you know, now that you bring up the point, you know, that when they last were discussing this, oh, he just needs some convincing. Sure. That makes sense that he would do it. But it had to be somebody on the inside because there's no way that... You know, the I mean, I wouldn't say no way, but it would be very difficult for you to to tap a line at that moment. You know, like you'd have to know that the line was was going from Steve to Carrillo when he basically gave him the information on where to find poison and shoot up that club. So it had to have been an inside job. And for whoever it was, I don't believe it was Javier. Maybe he somehow spilled the beans or, you know, he led someone inadvertently Hmm. to that evidence. But I feel like it was it was done maliciously by somebody else, and if so, like what is to be gained from it? You know? Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I can I can kind of see some of that. I I don't think we've been introduced to a character that could sort of you know stab Steve in the back. I mean, not literally, obviously. Yeah. But, um, like the fact that him and Steve were looking at those photos together, and those were the photos that Pacho had. I don't know. There was a little bit of me that was like, okay, like this is. This is Steve Scott. He wouldn't do yeah. this to Steve. Mm-hmm. But we've also seen him, like, bend the rules before. Yeah. And then, I don't know, like, some of his, like, concern for Steve, I read, like, a little false to me. Like, I, I don't know. There's there's some gray area there, I think. And at the very least, I think what they're setting up is for those two maybe to not trust each other so much in the future. Yeah. That's just kind of what I see from it, especially him taking, you know, Javier to the wall there, which was kind of cool to see Steve's resolve, like, you know, yeah. that. Thing um, <laughs> and then you see the, the, the DEA agent. Which why why doesn't this guy have a name? Yeah. Um, gosh, the real actor's name. Like ugh, I'm blanking on it, but yeah. you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. like big black brother. Like this guy should have a name. Yeah, it's just a thing for me. But you know they kind of have him walk down the hallway. Like oh maybe it was him. Yeah, but in some ways it would kind of like make sense that the guy that would kind of do this to him is mm-hmm. the guy closest to him. But at the same time they both want the same goal, which is to get Pablo. So that's why I'm kind of like, uh, yeah. I'm not fully convinced, but it would make some sense that it could be Javier, Just but maybe Javier's got some other play. I mean, I don't know. It, it could very well be that, and maybe that is something that they're setting up for season could two. Be. I think maybe ultimately what they're just trying to show us is that you know, even with them sort of getting closer to, to taking down Pablo, right. there's still a lot of corruption within Absolutely. their own organization and within their own unit yeah. that probably needs to be addressed like now that he's getting taken down i mean at this point we still have quite a ways before he gets taken down first of all so a lot can happen a lot of deals can be made a lot of people Mm -hmm. can be coerced bribed whatever you know what i mean so 
I, I just kind of took that as, okay, they're just trying to open it up to, you yeah. know, we've won this war, but True. there are other wars that will potentially develop mm-hmm. as a result of this, and we just have to keep our eyes open for that. So Yeah, absolutely. When I like that they're kind of... At the very least, is making us you know, question Javier's loyalty mm-hmm. uh, or question somebody's loyalty within because it, well, they didn't just accidentally get that stuff. Even the the sort of phone tapping thing was like seemed a little convenient to mm-hmm. me, but like could be like, oh yeah, they they tapped your phone, yeah, and that kind of thing. But like, no, nah, <laughs> somebody got somebody turned you in. But right. who knows? And I was questioning Steve a lot in that scene when he finally is reunited with Connie and yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like yeah, how eerie was that? It was so eerie. Is he it, so is he so hungry for Pablo that he's willing to what like sacrifice his family, sacrifice his marriage? But I mean, you know, I mean, he could have said, you know, I I get where you're coming from. Like once this is finished, mm-hmm. then we're going home. Yeah, you know what I mean? Have, like absolutely. he could have he could have even if he didn't fully believe it, an open promise, you know, or an unended promise. Like he could have come up with some excuse. Sure, but yeah. he just was looking at her almost looking at her sideways, almost like she like, was twisted. Crazy. Like. <laughs> this home you know like <laughs> we grew up here you know you live down the street and this yeah, is you know no. like no this is not home so i don't know i i i kind of get the feeling like he's getting like he's drinking the kool-aid a little bit and he's kind of getting caught up in the lifestyle or just you know being in Colombia and just mm-hmm. you know the i mean you know they talked about the beginning of the series like Colombia is one of the most beautiful places in the world sure. like a lot of people feel like you know, God had his particular hand on it. And one of the the reasons why it kind of got messed up or tainted was because of the drug trade. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just, it's a very different place and it's different sure. from the U.S., different from where they've been. And I think that, you know, especially with the, the whole incident with him and the guy that he hit, being an American in, in, in this country, he kind of has a certain power, yeah, you know, absolutely. over people that, I don't know, maybe he's starting to feel it a little bit and... Yeah, well, yeah. It's just it was just a really mm-hmm. interesting, especially uh, as scene. a DEA agent. Like he's kind of untouchable. They they covered that yeah. like, with episode four or five or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you know they're untouchable. And we do see him kind of stepping into his own like liking that he you know has this position of power. He putting guns in people's faces, shooting right. some random guys. Mm-hmm. Tire last episode. You know maybe maybe that is it. Maybe he's just kind of enjoying being in a place where like. There are rules for him, but it doesn't seem like there's a lot of consequence for him breaking these rules. Oh, you guys yeah. mentioned that's not the worst thing in the world. Just you're, you know, you're still an agent, and it was interesting. <clears throat> you know, when when she's like, "Can we just go home?" Because yeah. you know, okay, you finally got him back. You didn't know what happened to him. You know, she's like on the verge of tears there, seeing him, and he's like almost not affected by that at all. And the moment she's like, "Can we go home?" Somehow, I just knew he was going to say, "No, we are yeah. home." Yeah. You know, because, but I, I think he's just kind of lost his way a bit there. Because yeah. if he goes back to the States, I guess he's got to, like, what, uh, work at a desk or something. Or maybe not have it as exciting mm. sort of thing, you know. Yeah, and he's kind of, you know, feeding off of that power. And, you know, that just really surprised me, too. It's like, you were kidnapped. You had no idea who took you at first. Like, this yeah. was an extremely scary situation. Mm-hmm. And for your wife, too. Like, she didn't know where you were. Yeah. You know, like, at the very least, comfort. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if it was BS, just say (laughs) it. You know, like a lot of husbands do. Just say the BS that your wives want to hear. Take it easy. Hey. 
I've am never, I, gentlemen, am I wrong? I've, I've never uh, said anything <laughs> false to my wife. Yeah, sweat, sweat beads are Those blind. Those jeans always make you look as thin as possible. Oh, yes. And your um, nose is getting bigger by the second. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just just something to appease and to sort of settle been, this, the situation. Been it would have like, been nice, but mm. no, he's stuck to this. This is where, like, even if we catch Escobar, we're not leaving this place. Yeah, it's a nice kind of character moment to find out, like, oh, he's slipping too, you know. Yeah, so that'll be great to see where that progresses throughout the next season. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, um, Gavaria there, like, they're oh, finally yes. like, all right, Pablo killed these two dudes, uh, Galeano and Moncada. Um, <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah, of course what not. What are you talking According about? to him, no, he didn't. <laughs> But they're finally like, Wait, wow. The, the, bodies, the bodies are burned, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, I didn't. Yeah. Exactly. There's no evidence saying. I don't see any bodies here. <laughs> I love that. He was like, wait, the bodies are burned. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right, yeah, no, no, I totally didn't kill him. I absolutely didn't do it. What? Um, prove it. Show me a body. Right. Um, but so the, the government's finally like, we got to go after him. He's doing illegal yeah. things. Gosh darn it. Wow. Yeah. Okay, th- this is what it took? Yeah, we let him build his own prison, which we knew was basically like a casino hotel. Uh, yeah, like the lunacy of him making his, like any criminal making their own prison, making their own rules for which they stay in that prison, and then being like, well, he's doing bad things in there. It's not a real prison. Yeah. He's not in there. Like, I mean, yes, he's stuck in there because he can't leave. But... But he, he lives whatever kind of life he wants. People come and go as they wish. He, he has ladies come and go as they wish. He's got all the money in the He's world. He's got weapons. Yeah. Well, like, can you seriously you that like, armory? I was like, really? Yeah. It was How did this happen? Yeah. Oh, I know. He's Pablo Escobar. <laughs> yeah. So they're finally like, okay, we're going to go in there and get him. Wait, hold on. Let's make it look like we got to move him to another spot. That'll trick him. Which I'm like, did you get your uh, lying advice from Steve? Because (laughs) that was horrible. Like, even I, Uh, you know. There's no way he's going to buy this. Like, Oh, we need to secure. He's a lot of things, but he's not dumb. He's he's beyond not dumb. Like, he... He made you agree to letting him build a prison. This is not an idiot that we're dealing with here. Come correct. If you're going to come at him, come correct. That's all I have to say. So, yeah, I did think that that was pretty ridiculous. And I love the scene where he's like, "Uh, yeah, you guys are obviously lying. And (laughs) you should have said somebody who could at least lie a little bit better than you. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, Uh, yeah. So, basically, what what ends up happening is he's like, okay, Eduardo, you're going to go in there. I will talk with him. Nothing bad can happen there. I'm like, from the moment this just starts happening, yeah. I'm like, well, he's going to die. Well, he's, he's sending him on like what, what seems like a suicide mission. But you know what? I think their original intention, and if you can kind of clarify, or at least people in the chat or you know in the Twitter, YouTube comments can sort of clarify, because I was confused as to how he there was confusion about him being in custody, because when Eduardo went oh. to the prison. And the guy who was in charge of the special forces or the the army, I guess, that was sort of securing the mm-hmm. prison. Yeah, that he was, was the like, army, the special forces yeah, later. The, but... Yeah, the army that was securing the prison. Mm-hmm. He was like, my orders were to secure. I don't know. He was like, no, your orders were to take him into custody. Take him into custody. And he was like, I don't know. I'm just here. You know, like he just was so aloof. And right. I was like, how was there miscommunication in this? This is Pablo Escobar again, like with everything. True. Triple check, you know, quadruple check. There should have been no confusion. And so I thought, was he bought off by Pablo Escobar and told not? But 
They're just, it didn't seem that, it didn't appear that way. Mm. It appeared like the army was given a specific order, which made me wonder, did somebody else do it to to try and like thwart the plan? Like what is going on here? So yeah, not, not a hundred percent clear on why, but could he be bought off? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, It makes a lot of sense. Which is the only reason why I thought initially that maybe Eduardo would be a little bit safer going to the prison because they would have him in custody. He'd be Mm. surrounded by the, you know, his, the troops Yeah, maybe he thought that too. That's why he's like, oh, okay. I mean, it's not going to be You know, had he known that that was not the case, maybe he still would have gone. Maybe he still would have, uh, Gaviria still would have sent him, but Mm. the circumstances in which it would have happened would have been completely different. Right. Well, I mean, I could see it being, they could be bought off or something like that. You know, yeah. he buys off a lot of people. But it, it almost maybe to me, like the other option would be that they're just scared to go in there. Because they know if they do go in there, it's going to be all out war. People yeah. are going to die. He's not going to go quietly, obviously. Right. Um, He's like, I don't want to go in there. You go in there. No, you go in there. Yeah, exactly. I'm not doing it. Hey, look, we're, we fortified these walls, man. Yeah. We've done our job. But, yeah, right. Yeah, no, I don't really think so. But, you know, so Gavaria sending Eduardo there. He's like, okay, you're going to go and you're going to tell him this bold-faced lie. Mm-hmm. You know, and him, you know, basically he's just like, this is what you got to do. And Eduardo is, a, you know, a very loyal guy, so he's going to go. But I kind of, like, it seemed almost like a moment between them where he was like, like, if you go and do this, it's a very dangerous thing, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. And it almost seemed like he was willing, like, willing he would be willing to sacrifice yeah. himself, which ends up coming out later in the conversation with Pablo. Which, by the way, it's either, it's either the special forces coming in or this scene between Pablo and, and, and Eduardo that probably my favorite of the episode. Oh, yeah. Because, and probably this conversation, just because it was so amazingly intense, Eduardo's just, like, sweating buckets. I was sweating buckets. You know, well, yeah. at first, so at first he goes in there, right, to yeah. talk to him, here's the deal, we're gonna do this thing, blah, 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 nobody believed this story, but he's telling it to him, like, you know, yeah, like, the, 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 the character yeah. Eduardo, doing a pretty good job, couldn't really tell that he was acting, but, mm-hmm. you know, we, we know right, even what, the, was... yeah, what the truth is, and then, he, you know, he got him walking out, and I'm like, ooh, Okay. Made it. Yeah. Made well, it no, no, no. The Even gate. then, I was like, "Oh my God! Please don't let there be a you know gunshot to the back or yeah, something yeah. crazy." Thought you know that what for I mean? a second. Thought that for a second. Um, and then so like you know like you know what? Why don't we just call him from in here? And then that's the moment where he's like, "No, nah, I'm gonna call him outside." Yeah. Ah, it's, it's it's rude. Oh, you're not. Yeah. Your mom teaches no, you about not. being polite yeah. about an invitation. It's like when well, you're supposed to have an option. Which who are you to lecture me on rudeness? But no. yeah. We died. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna let that slide. Exactly. But so him and Pablo talking there, and he's just, you know, of course, you said, like, he's like, you really think I believe this story? Mm-hmm. There's no way. You know, like, this is an insult to me. In fact, you know, if they hadn't messed with me, I would be where you are. Yeah. I would be the vice president, minister, yeah, of justice. Yeah, we're the same, you know. We're the same. And this was, I mean, they, like, we've gotten bits and pieces from Eduardo, but getting, like, his absolute resolve to be like, we're nothing alike. Yeah. Really strong character moment. I was like, it was a kind of a fist pump moment for me to be like, heck yeah, you guys aren't the same. And him to be like, I'm willing to die to see you die or something to that effect. What do you say? Or something like that. Well, he, he didn't want, he was like, well, I'm not going to kill you. Like, I'm just going to yeah. let. No, the- what, what Eduardo said to Pablo, because he was basically like. Oh, he's I, like, I, I, I would rather, dead. yeah, he was like, if I would rather, um, to, yeah, basically something to the effect of, I'm fine with giving up my life if it yes. means that I can see you die. So. Exactly. And that was, that was the moment he could have died. Yeah. Easily. And mm-hmm. I think he knew that. Yeah. But he's like, whether this happens or not, one, 
you know, when he's like, oh, they're not going to kill the minister of justice. That'd be an act of war. I'm like, oh, they're all acts of war. I'm not really sure why that would be different. But sure, you know, yeah. they're not going to do that. So in him saying that to Pablo and being like, heck no. Right. I would have done the same thing. You know, he's like, you know, you know, he sent you in here to die, right? He either sent you in here to actually, you know, help me come out. Probably not true. Or for me to shoot you. Or he knew that you were, you know, like that you'd be a hostage or something mm-hmm. like that. And Eduardo being like, yep, yeah, I did the same thing. I was yeah. like real strong there because Pablo's trying his hardest to intimidate him. And I'm like a character mm-hmm. that's finally just like, uh-uh. No more. And that's yeah. kind of where everybody's at with him. They're fed up. Yeah, I completely agree. That was one of my most favorite scenes of this whole series yeah. for a couple of reasons. Number one, because, you know, in a lot of these these interactions that he has, I always try to envision myself as that character. As Pablo what, or as the other character? No, no, as the character that's okay. sort of being intimidated or sure, the one yeah, that's yeah. sort of being attacked. Because I always try to imagine myself, like, if I was faced with somebody like Pablo Escobar mm. and I had to make this decision of whether or not to yield to him sure. or to stand up and potentially lose my life, mm-hmm. like, how would that have been for me? So, of course, you know, I'm shaking in my boots thinking yeah, about yeah, yeah. what if I had been in that prison with him mm-hmm. and he's, you know, all up in my grill talking about... This is what's going to happen or else you're going to die. So I thought that it was a really powerful scene because of that. It was a lot of tension between oh, yeah. it. And I especially liked it because it was one of the first moments in in the few recent episodes that we've seen Pablo back, I feel, in that state of control and yep. that state of calmness yep. and taking it back to episode one where he's mm-hmm. like, you know, silver or lead. Right. You know, and just just that that sense of, of power and control mm-hmm. and just, just that strong-willedness that he had. Yeah. And... It was it's extremely terrifying, you know, when he has that much control and he's in tune with it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a very scary thing to watch. So it was a really powerful scene and I, I enjoyed it. I was like, yeah. please don't kill Eduardo. Yeah, I know, which which was great because that's what I was saying. Like I thought, well, surely yeah, he's going to he's die. Honor, right. I was and, trying not to look on Wikipedia and be like, Does he live? Yeah, he yeah. never die. Well, and that's what you're saying too, because like all the, the the power that Pablo has in this moment finally kinda of like back in control in some sort of way. Yeah, I mean, he, he's still in a really bad situation, yeah. but as far as his his demeanor, you know, he's not just popping yeah. off at the, the head like he was with exactly. Mercado and Galeano. He's, yeah, I mean, he's he still, was super focused. He's still yeah. crazy, you yeah. know. Oh, yeah. But that is a powerful position to be in, to have mm-hmm. the Vice President Minister of Justice, which is why Gavaria hangs up the phone mm-hmm. and doesn't say anything. And at least Eduardo does a good thing of, like, kind of having a conversation with him so they can hear, so they can know. Yeah. So he doesn't answer, so they don't put him in a, in a position of negotiating. Which I thought, okay, how did he fall for that? How did Pablo fall for that? Like, you yeah, know, that was... a little was, bit of a weak moment. It was very, it was very obvious. Yeah, like, it seemed oh, very obvious. so, uh... Hello? Yeah. Hello? Is anyone Hello? there? You know, so thing. why are you holding me hostage in this yeah. prison that's 5,000 meters due south? Who like, knows? Maybe he's so just, like... Maybe because he feels himself so just like in power and just like I got it. That's true. You know, he's kind of blinded by that a little bit. I, I buy that a little bit, but I thought it was at least a smart of Eduardo. To it do was, that. but like because like, he knew he already yeah. knew. Like, okay, I can't have a conversation with him otherwise. Yeah. It's going to go straight to negotiations. And he probably knew, like, if he got because originally he was going to speak with him on the, right. Eduardo on the phone. Mm-hmm. But I think he knew, like, okay, if we speak with each other, he's going to have it. he's, yeah. it's going to that's it. He's yeah. going to yield to to Escobar. So I he's thought that that was once. he's yeah. already yeah multiple times. Yeah. So I I I thought that that was good. He was trying to set it up like, no, I've got to get him out of it. I've got to save Gabriel from himself mm-hmm. in order so that he can save. Exactly. You know. Exactly. So that he can do the right thing because. Yeah. Uh, 
in some ways, Eduardo's been that guy kind of pushing him to do the right thing exactly. all along. Exactly, all along. Mm-hmm. And this time, like, he's absolutely willing to sacrifice himself, which is, like, mm-hmm. just amazing. Um, and and just the, the acting in that scene was just terrific. Oh, yeah, terrific. superb. Um, mm-hmm. Especially, like, seeing um, Wagner Mora stare him down, stand over him in that sort of power mm-hmm. position, and having him just be, like... It is what it is, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Because it, it was almost like his, like, face-to-face moment with, like, the devil or something yeah, like that. And him just being like, you, you do what you got to do. And I would put myself in... I would do the same thing if I were him. Mm-hmm. Just, like, absolutely powerful. And, yeah, probably my favorite moment in, like, the series, if not this episode, for yeah. sure. Which is why I was kind of like, why is it over? <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, this is, <laughs> now it's like really good. It's been great, but this is this is this is what I've been watching for is these mm-hmm. kind of moments. Um, so I'd love to see it. Um, so thankfully, though he Eduardo, he does. Yeah, survive. thankfully he does survive. Yeah, um, like, yeah exactly. So. And, the, and this was the other favorite moment, um, which, before we get to that favorite moment, let me quickly talk about iTunes. Oh, yes. Talk yeah. about your other favorite moment, iTunes. Yeah, my other favorite moment. Folks, head over to iTunes. Uh, find our Narcos After Show. Give us a rating and review. This is the last episode. You've been watching for 10 episodes. Surely, you're big fans of these two people in the room. Yes. And maybe Dave and Abed Dave. for like the three episodes <laughs> he was in here. Just got Shout back from to Scotland today, I believe. Oh, nice. Um, which is a lovely Scotty. place to go. Yeah. yeah. Um, Beat me up, Scooty. Yes. <laughs> uh, head over there, give us a rating review. Uh, five stars if you really like us. Five stars if you hate us. Five stars. Just, just do the five just, stars thing. Just do five stars. Uh, it really helps out the networks. Helps keep the lights on. Helps us find sponsors. And helps us keep uh, shows going. Maybe it's season two. Oh, wait. There is a season two coming. <laughs> For us to come back and talk about next season. I absolutely can't wait for it. Yeah, so, same um, here. And thank you guys for yeah. watching, too. Like We've yeah. had thousands of views on YouTube for every single episode. Exactly. So yeah, we yeah. appreciate you watching. We appreciate you commenting, leaving mm-hmm. us reviews and five stars. So keep it up. And season two will be even bigger and better. And yeah. More cocaine Yes. It's a cool adjective, right? Um, I don't believe it'd be an adjective. <laughs> <laughs> if I learn anything from We just do things as we go here. That's how, it, that's how it goes down at After Buzz. Yeah, so, okay, so the other favorite moment, um, other than iTunes. Yes. Um, the Special Forces coming in there, because those dudes were surgical coming up in there, and it was exciting. One, okay, so finally, okay, we're just going to go in there, whether Eduardo lives or not, we got to go in there and get this guy. Yeah. Because it's 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 time for this charade of a prison to finally be over, send these dudes in there, and they meant business. I, I think... Seemed like almost all headshots when they rolled in there. That was my question. So these the the special forces they were completely separate from the incorruptibles. The careers yes. started mm-hmm. correct. Yeah. Where were we? These guys the whole season. Yeah. They came in like Call of Duty, just kicking ass. Yeah, it wasn't like Call of Duty. I was yeah. like. Um, we could have used you yeah, uh, several been... episodes. Ago. Yeah. You would have been coming real handy. I mean, it just seems like maybe they were just finally like forced to this point. To be like, look, we got to really pull out the big guns here. Literally, yeah. Uh, yeah, literally. And it was really fun awesome. to watch. Yeah. We've I talked mean, about just the. Kill, you know, literally. We've yeah. talked about violence on the show and like it's gritty and it's real and it's not necessarily glamorized, but it was nice for them to finally let us have a moment of like, yeah, yeah. go in there and get them, pop these dudes in the head. It seemed like there were maybe almost no casualties of these special force guys. They knew what they were doing. 
It was I just mean, really fun to watch that sequence go down. And this being late 80s, early 90s, where mm. they didn't have as much gear, right. you know what I mean? And the training, I'm sure, it was completely different than it is now. Be, but yeah. even still, like, just overly prepared for this. Yeah. And yeah. I was really, I was like, where were you guys? Like, when he blew up the Palace of Justice, like, we could have used you then. Yeah, we... we but better we late than never, could've. you know? Maybe some sort of, like, last-ditch effort, or they got, like, you know, they got to get special permission or something like that. Yeah. Sure. Well, okay, allow yeah. it. But Whatever. I did think that, like, man, these guys could have been in. I'll chalk it up to the TV gods just, you know, yeah. waiting for the moment. We got to right? build to this. Like, we got to have to build moment. to it. Yeah. But, you know, maybe they, you know, maybe like in sort of like letting him build himself a prison and all this stuff, they're sort of in some sort of denial of being like, well, look, it's better than, you know, what we got. And, you know, he can do all these bad things. It's like, no, just go in there and get him. Yeah. Because you got to. Um I like that moment um, at the beginning of the episode. We've got him like sort of sitting in his prison, walking around all of his yes men, kind of feeling like, yeah, all the guys that were close to me are kind of gone. Gustavo's gone. Galliano, Moncada are gone. He's got he's got nobody left. He's surrounded by like these like essentially buffoons right. that are doing like drugs on the job. I mean, I guess. And they, I got the sense that he was in a pity party because he felt kind of victimized, like. These people were taken away from me. Right. But it's well, like, you, no, yeah, you, you are responsible of, for yeah. the reason Especially like, for those two. Yeah. I mean, Gustavo, I mean, even still, Gustavo, like, right. he wouldn't have been killed the way that he was killed if it hadn't been for you. Right. But just his whole airiness about it, he just seems sort of, woe is me, and I don't have any friends, and no one will play with me, and I'm stuck in prison right. for no good reason. Like, it was just... Just really interesting how his mind works, and we can kind of see yeah. wheels turning in his head. And he just, absolutely he really thinks that that he's a victim in this whole situation. Yeah, well, I mean, that's how he's he's going to view himself, you know, because he he feels like he's right. You know, yeah. even when he's talking to Eduardo, he's like, "Look, I would have done better than you." Yeah, we're the I same. Came from nothing. And yeah, all exactly. This stuff. And I built all this stuff. It's like. Okay, dude. I mean, yeah. Relax. You had a 10, bring it down to a 2. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, let's bring it down a couple notches. Down. But I do like them choosing to have him, like, walk sort of by himself, you know, surrounded by people, but he's ultimately alone. Um, you know, that I thought that was cool, like, sort of yeah. imagery. Um, but then, so you see, you know, he gets on the phone with, uh, with uh, Tata. Um, I always like it when a character like answers the phone and he just starts talking right away. And like, hey, shut up for a second, man. The army's coming. <laughs> you know, like, ah, I love nothing more yeah, than to hear the sound of your voice and <laughs> drink of my chai and my, what's that you're saying? The, the army? army coming right now. Why did you say that in the first place? Yeah, well, like, I couldn't get in a word in edgewise, dude, because yeah. you kept talking. <laughs> you know, but but he is, he's you yeah. know, he's incredibly alone in that moment. So he's like, oh, my wife, thank yeah. God. I haven't cheated on her yet today, so I'm really excited to, <laughs> to hear her voice. Um, but, you know, he got, he got his son there with a nice little moment for that kid. Yeah. Get, like a nice acting moment. He had the moment before where he said he wanted to kill his baby sister. Aww, relationship you know. goals. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag relationship goals. Exactly. But, you yeah. know, his son being like, oh, I got to go help my dad. And then grandma being like, you can't do that. He's like, they're going to kill him, which is like, um, he's right. They are. And, his, you know, and mom is like, they're not going to do that. They Tata slaps him and then which, grabs him, which I was like, oh, okay. Okay. And I kind of felt that to be a little corny, like super, almost a little soap opera-ish. Only uh, yeah, because, a little bit, a little bit. you know, 
Like, I understand there's a lot that he did not expose them to. There's a lot that he lied to them about. So from their understanding, for the most part, they've allowed themselves to sort of create this reality where he's done some bad things, but he's not a bad guy. You know, (laughs) he's a loving father, a loving husband, you know, a family man. And so I, I see their their compulsion to just want to defend him and want to be there for him and, mm. and just being so up in arms about, you know, everything. But I don't know. I mean, at, at a certain point, especially with the mom, with Tata and with Pablo's mom, mm-hmm. you kind of have to smack your own self in the face and say, look. That's who you need to smack, yeah. This, this, he chose his fate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I understand you love him. And, of course, you have every right to love him. I'm not saying mm-hmm. not to love him. Mm-hmm. But... If somebody like this is doing something like I mean, this person is terrorizing an entire country. At some point, you kind of have to yeah. just say, this is who he is, and I love this person, but I got to go. You know what I mean? And especially right. since you have kids now, yeah. like you've got to protect your family, the family that's mm-hmm. not selling drugs and killing people and terrorizing yeah. everybody. I mean, the, the 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 kids have certainly been shielded from it, but yeah. Tata and Mom, they know exactly what's going on. Exactly They're boxing up money on. at the end of the episode. They're they're not blind to it. I, I honestly think they just like the lifestyle. I think they're just way into that sort of thing. Um, you know, okay, well, he has to do these bad things, but yeah. like, look what we have. It's a that sense, sort of thing. It's, it's a sense of denial. Yeah, exactly. But and they haven't really de- dove deep into like where those two people are. But Tata mm-hmm. knows exactly what's up. Mom knows what's going on, and it's almost like they thought he was untouchable or something mm-hmm. like that. Because even. The son being like, they're going to go kill him. I got to go help. Okay, kid, you can't really do that. You know, like four feet tall or something like that. But, you know, them or her slapping him or her grandma being like, you you don't say that in this house. You know, you got to stay here and watch after your sister or whatever. I think that's just them, like, just gripping in with both hands. Like, no, this can't be gone. You know, that kind of thing. Exactly. And it's it's them trying to hold on to this delusion that's yeah, not exactly. there. Absolutely. And with every attack against Pablo, it bursts their bubble. It breaks the illusion. Yeah. It takes them out of it. Yeah. And then they kind of have to sort of deal with the consequences mm-hmm. of being in reality. And I think that the son trying to go there, it was just another slap in the face moment for them. Yeah, a little like, bit of realism. Yeah, like that, no, this is this is our family, and yeah, no one's going to destroy yeah, what we've what we have and what we created. Like right. we're special. And yeah, well, well, so not even sitting in a prison that he's sort of built for himself, talking about how he's scrapbooking. We got a shot of that book, by the way. Oh yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> Which not will now even be on that. eBay or yeah, Amazon exactly, very soon. Probably, uh, maybe the iTunes bookstore or something. <laughs> right. Uh, probably not. But Enoch. even even all that stuff couldn't wake them up to it. It had mm-hmm. to be this young child being like, they will kill him yeah. to wake you guys up to what's really going on. And then, you know, of course you got Pablo, who like, who th- I mean, one, we know there's a season two. Mm-hmm. We know he doesn't die yet or anything like that. But like, of course he escaped. Of course yeah. he had a plan. Of because course. this guy is smart. Mm-hmm. This guy does have sort of backup plan and he will look out for himself. Yeah. He let everybody else get shot, of course. Of course. Of you know, course. Who knew that was going to happen? All you guys that were just like barking orders in the right. background. Yeah, kill Galliano and Moncada. Like, nothing bad can happen. Like, yeah. the first sign of danger, you guys are going first. Mm-hmm. You got to know that. Um, but but you it's know, for a good cause. Yeah, exactly. You know, but... You know, you got them boxing up money at the end. Yeah. You know, him being like, you know what to do, that kind of thing. Um, Which, you know, and not to harp too much on this moment, but with, with with Pablo Jr. wanting to go to, you know, save his dad and that whole exchange, 
I kind of saw it as, you know, yeah, the, the delusion was ripped from them, but I also kind of saw it as them being faced with the decision. Are we going to continue to follow this man? Like, yeah. are we going to go through with this plan? Like, almost enough is enough. Like, are we going to actually be able to make it right. if we continue on with Pablo? Is this something where mm-hmm. if we're going to survive, if we're going to protect our own selves, are we going to have to cut ties with him? You know, so I kind of saw, and maybe I'm just reaching, but I felt like I saw that struggle with the mom and with Tata, like mm-hmm. them trying to decide, like, okay, crap, this is, you know, stuff has really hit the fan. Right. Do we stay with this guy who now you know arm the army is going after like this can't end well for us and if you want to protect especially your children you got to remove yourself you got to separate yourself from the person who's bringing all of this craziness into your lives Mm -hmm. so speaking of reaching let's reach right on into predictions nice i like that segue hey where's the music come on guys i set that up so (laughs) he set it up perfectly next season Um, Um, so that's a great, that's a great thought about like, will they follow him or will they go Just out on their own? out, yeah. Cause in some ways, you know, they're boxing up all that money. They know what to do with it. It's quite possible that they could strike out on their own. Um, I don't necessarily see it happening, yeah. but it, it would be interesting to see that because at some point they're going to have to, um, Decide how close to stick to this guy because mm-hmm. you know everyone around him died. Yeah, this is the only family he has left. Is is Tata willing to sacrifice those two, two children to, mm-hmm. to stay with him? These are all like sort of like I don't know stuff. What do you, what do you think next next season? Well, I mean, I know for sure that that I mean she's been so devoted throughout everything. Mm. I, I truly believe that it's till death. You know, like till yeah. death do us part. Okay. So. I think she that believes in the marriage. She, she believes in it more than he does. She has his mom there too, so I think it's a little bit yeah. of feeling like, okay, well, if I abandon him, then I'm also abandoning her. You know, so it's 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 a lot of messiness there, right? That I think kind of keeps her there. I mean, number one is just love. She just is in love with the man, so she wants to stay with yeah. him. But I think that now they're just starting to questioning everything a lot more, and I mm-hmm. wonder how that's going to seep into how things play out with them going forward to to season two because you know when he eventually is found and killed Mm. um they're not with him it's not like they were all together so was it a situation where they just decided we got to jump ship or he's kind of sent them on their own so we'll we'll figure that out sends them off with money to protect them or something like that it, it'd be interesting to find out if there is more than a season two because i i couldn't imagine them having like five seasons of the show or something to that effect. Well, that's interesting that you say that because at least from what I've been hearing is that the whole uh, premise behind Narcos is just to explore a lot of um, drug lords, you know, who were, um, you know, behind the drug trade, not only in mm-hmm. places like Colombia, but also in the U.S. And sure. you have other drug lords like Griselda Blanco um, with Pacho. Um, you also have, I can't remember his name, but um, the guy from Blow with Johnny Depp and Salma Hayek. Oh. Um, his character. Because they actually did have Pablo Escobar in um, that movie. I can't remember exactly what the guy's name that's is. That's true. Um, um, I think of it but, you know, there's there's a lot of other really notorious drug lords that you could introduce into the show. So once... George Young. George Young, yes. Yeah. So once 
the whole Pablo Escobar story yeah, kind of runs thin, if they you do, could maybe segue into some another person or another yeah, plot line. Would, well, and also it's called Narcos. It's not called yeah. Pablo so it's not called Escobar It's not Pablo Escobar. Like so it, yeah, that'd be interesting. Well, because my thought was like, I mean, one, there's so much to explore. uncover on Pablo. Mm-hmm. We, we barely scratched the surface. Yeah. And we've seen the megalomania and all that kind of stuff surface, yeah. shall we say. Um, but that would be really interesting to see them chase down some other people. And certainly they're setting up Pacho for something mm-hmm. um, to be the one who wants to take you know, yeah. control. Because now Pablo is still on the run. Yeah. And you heard Steve being like, we got to kill the guy. Yeah. Basically, we got to take the gloves off. We're, we're not making any more deals, any, you know, any more sort of like negotiating. That's not happening anymore. And finally, Gavaria is in the place where like we can't negotiate. Yeah. You know, that only got us to this place, and it's a temporary fix, you know, and it didn't really solve anything. It didn't stop drug trafficking. It didn't make the country better, any of that kind of stuff. You know, and now at this point, we have to kill him. So, like, Pablo's got to be, like, what, in hiding for, like, another season? Probably. Uh, I mean, no one knows where he's been necessarily, but, like, he's got to be in, like, deep underground, some sort of thing like that. But they've they've shown us so much, and they've stretched the story so far into Mm -hmm. where it ends. You know, it's kind of difficult to see them stretching this hiding part for another three, four seasons. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I don't know if they would do that, because at some point, like, he's just going to continue to be desperate, you know, and maybe he can go into hiding. But, like, that's just him living, like, kind of like living like Osama bin Laden or something like that, where, like... Exactly, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but, but I would, I would be really curious to see like um, them go after those other people or make them sort of main characters. I'd really yeah. love to find out more about Pacho. That kind of thing, him and being sort of like a more civilized gangster, but a gangster nonetheless. Either way, they will definitely have to come correct because I think Wagner Moore has done a terrific job as Pablo yeah, Escobar. Absolutely. I mean, he really has been sort of the the anchor of the show. Absolutely. So yeah. if they do that transition, it would have to be with characters who are very, you know, just as strong and yeah. whose storylines are just as diverse and unique and um, just as crazy as Pablo Escobar's. Right, is. absolutely. Yeah. Well, and then, like, we'll, obviously we'll continue to follow Steve, what happens with his oh, marriage. Yeah. I kind of think his marriage is probably over. I mean, her going in there, shutting off the lights, yeah. I mean, maybe it's not going to be a quick thing, but I could see them maybe opening up season two with, like, and Connie left. I, I really hope that we just learn, because even though... You know, Steve is considered the main one of the main characters. Mm-hmm. He narrates the show, so it's there's no doubt about it that he's actually in. You know, he's a huge integral part of, yeah, of, of the storyline. But I still feel like we we haven't we haven't gotten as much meat out of him, and the focus has been on Escobar, so it's obvious why. But I would love to kind of keep delve a little yeah. bit and keep exploring and sort of get into why he seems to now have this obsession with staying in Colombia. Sure. And then once Pablo Escobar, that storyline ends, like, what's next yeah, for him? Yeah, what's next for him? Does he yeah. go home then? Maybe exactly. not. Doesn't, doesn't necessarily appear that way. Yeah. Um, I'll make a bold prediction that it, that it is kind of Javier. That there, there's going to be some split between those two. Yeah. Um, maybe him finding out that Javier... I, I don't know. There's something about it where I can't necessarily let it go, and I'm like, Javier could absolutely set him up. Um, and it would be great to have some tension between those two characters, you yeah. know, because Javier has been a little more uh, slippery than Steve, but then Steve's moral line is kind of way off the map at this point, too. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I see that. Well, because if it's corruption within the cartel, there could be corruption within the DEA, too. Of course. Um, which you mentioned. Um, yeah. So I could see them further exploring that storyline, too. I'm going to make a big, since we're going bigger and going bold. Okay, yeah, there you go. I would definitely love for there to be 
some rem- semblance of a, a showdown between uh, Pablo and Steve. Like, even yeah, if it's just, you know, for a few minutes, nothing super corny and, like, you know, pull out your gun and, you know, <laughs> that type of thing, like old Western type type yeah. story, like Clint Eastwood or anything like that. But I would definitely love to see, you know, because they've both been kind of missing each other, but it, it's weird. It's kind of like they've, they've been trying to find their way to each other throughout this first whole season, and so sure. I'd love to see them at least connect <laughs> once, and yeah, would be that might great. be interesting. Who knows? We will find out next or season. Or Steve is the one who actually kills them. Ooh, that'd be really that'd cool. That'd be interesting. Um, well, that'll do it for our season. That'll do. That'll this do, little Isaac. That'll do. Discussing it with you, actually, I've had yes. a lot of fun doing this each week where can the people find you online you guys can find me on twitter instagram ashley underscore chapman please share your comments give us your feedback we'd love to hear what you think of this entire series and see you guys next season yeah you can follow me on twitter at isaac johnson instagram the isaac johnson and tonight on cbs at 10 o'clock I'm going to be on CSI Cyber. The East Ow! Coast has already aired, and my phone's been kind of blowing up from my blowing, family. and he's blowing up. Some family over there. I, well, oh, yeah. I'm not blowing up. It ain't a big part, but it's a part all the same, so it's he's a lot gonna of He's going to be hiding money in his couch uh, yeah. very soon, people. Yeah, so that I can pay my rent next month. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> but yeah, tune into that. You can see me at the top of the episode. It's a lot of fun, um, and I guess we'll see you next, next season. season. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. Hosts only do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.